Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camarillos? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your cousin's sister wife. Oh, that's nice to hear, Sam. This week I am a gynecologist. Oh, one of those lady doctors that yep. I'm hearing all about. Yeah, I'm a lady doctor. It's uh, 1950s, so it's it's uh, I've all I'm all you got on the lady doctor mm. front. This old Luke Patrick gynecologist. Yeah, hate to hear that. I never trust a man who's too comfortable around women these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too much comfort is uh, well, you know what they say. It's a fool's game, isn't it? Yeah, something something like that. Sam, mm. what are we doing here? Uh, well, we watched uh, 1990's Tune In Tomorrow, which the ca- careful listeners might notice. That's a movie we said we skipped last week. Yes, it is. Also, we can't do this. After you did five yeah. minutes of Benoit Blanc accent on the Glass Onion episode for the Patreon, <laughs> we can't do another <laughs> accent. <laughs> it's it's also... It, it's uh, it's 8.30 p.m., I've been up since five, yeah, five this morning. I can't keep up that energy. Is yeah, the thing. Yeah, this is okay. It's, before we go too far, a couple things about this watch and this record. Mm-hmm. It's Monday. Usually, it's Monday. we do these things on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. So you you at home may be asking what happened. Well, your boys just didn't want to watch it. Uh, yeah, I mean. I, I did have plans a couple of those nights, but honestly, that was just a happy accident. I wouldn't watch this on Friday or Saturday either way. Yeah. And then yesterday, when push came to shove, I did just casually promote the idea that we punt and do it on Monday. So here we are. The The piper has been paid. The movie has been watched. But uh, it's a late yeah. record in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... So yeah, we we watch 1990s Tune In Tomorrow, which again, e- eagle-eared listeners among bad-eared listeners among you, uh, might be thinking, hey, last week when you you did Point Break, which comes after this movie, and you said that you skipped this movie, we did, yeah, and then and then Tuck showed up, uh, <sighs> with yep. with a link. In my email to this movie. Yeah. Not just any link, a link to a weird Russian site. Yeah, let me, uh, let me just read off the link here. Uh, because it is m.ok.ru slash video slash a bunch of numbers. And, um, it, so, when I sent it to you on Facebook, it had, you know how sometimes when you send a link, it'll have a little, like, little title for the link underneath? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, this one says, Odnoklasniki, which I looked up, and it means, like, something classroom students. Hmm. And I'm so perplexed. I'm so perplexed, Luke. Hmm. I am too. I got no explanation unless 
Unless... There's a room full of Russian students that have been held hostage and forced to watch this movie on loop as some kind of English language learning tool. Which they're going to have a hard time with because I, as a native speaker of the English language, did sort of struggle to parse what's going on at uh, a lot of points in this movie. Yeah. Um, there are reasons why this movie is difficult to find. Yeah. Um, but look, I'm curious, how did you watch it? Sam, I watched it on my big, beautiful TV. Okay, did you do what I did? I pulled up the web browser, I punched in the digits, I prayed to God they didn't have any hacks or exploits or viruses. Oh my God. For my TV. Uh, yeah, I raw-dogged this thing in uh, TV terms. Wait. So, okay, we have the same TV. Yeah. This is the first time I'm learning that our TV has a web browser in it? Oh, it do. Yeah. For sure. So you you went to https colon slash slash m dot ok dot ru slash videos slash two six eight four five twenty six eighty two nine six six six. Yes. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Wow. Brave, I know. Real brave to sort of just punch in the digits, hit ok.ru and hope. Um hmm. And then full screened it, and uh, gotta tell you, pretty blurry, pretty yeah. pretty blurry experience. But I feel like it would have been the same no matter what I did on that front. Can I tell you? Yeah. What you did was the coward's method. Okay. Now what did you, now? Because again, we have the same tools. What uh-huh. did? How did you combine them? How did you MacGyver together this situation? I opened this link on my phone. Oh, no. And I no. did screen mirroring. Oh, no. I thought I was raw-dogging it. Oh, no, man. You you had a dental dam and a condom. Yeah, I just... I played it real safe. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Is your phone overheating? Is it now, like, mining Bitcoin for someone? Or... Seems fine. I mean, when I logged into my my bank account, uh, you know, entered in my social security number like I always do, um, it was empty. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't seem great. That. Uh, yeah, it's it's less than ideal. Um, but uh, you know, that's a tomorrow problem. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow when Sam deals with identity fraud via Russian hackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I gotta tell you, screen mirroring, primo, works great. Nice. Yeah, I've played around with it, but uh, I figured this time we just, since the TV has a cheeky web browser. Now, it was interesting, because pulling up the web browser is something I've never done on this TV before. And I would mm-hmm. hazard a guess, maybe something that nobody does with their TV. I would hope not. So the browser seemed a little confused that someone was knocking at its door. So much so... <laughs> That it had <laughs> suggested websites. Sam, do you want to guess what those suggested websites were? One of them has to be Bing. One of them was, in fact, Google. Uh, okay. Okay. So one of them was the coronavirus FAQ on the CDC website. Huh. Again, never touched this browser before. Have given right. it zero input, so it's not running off an algorithm, baby. This is just what it came programmed this, with. This is just what it's it's packed to do. Yeah, so it packed packed together uh, Google, Reddit, I think YouTube, which is interesting because there's a YouTube app, huh. and the CDC guidelines for what to do about coronavirus. You know what it is. What's what's up? It's a toolkit for a scared old man circa, uh, let's say, March 23rd, 2020. <laughs> yeah. God, it re- was this when my TV was built? They were like, look, here's the essentials. <laughs> yes. These are the things people really want to know right now. Yeah. And, and we have to assume that the scared old man, um, Herschel, let's call him. Yeah. Um, 
he doesn't know that there's a YouTube app. For so sure. He's, he's going to go to Google on the on the TV's web browser and type in www.youtube.com. <laughs> yeah. Please. Please. YouTube.com. www.youtube.com. Please. Where Please. he will then log in using the web browser. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, I just love that my TV has a web browser. So anyway, Sam, that's what I did. Um, anything else remarkable about your watch? No, not really. Um, should we talk about how frustrated we are with Tuck that he sent this to us? Oh, immeasurably frustrated. <laughs> Tuck, why did you do it? Yeah. Why'd you do it? We could have... In fact, Luke, my wife said on multiple occasions, just don't watch it. You don't have to watch it. Mm. But, but we did, though, is the thing. We did. We did have to watch it. Because we said publicly that if you could send us the movie, we would watch it. And Tuck did. He called us on our bluff. <laughs> and I honestly, I really, truly believe that I have nothing left but my word. Mm. Yeah. And in this situation, I mean, Tuck, you did sort of corner us because we were at the poker table holding nothing. Mm-hmm. And you had pocket aces in this ok.ru link and you got us you got yeah, us real you got good us. so yeah i am i upset that we didn't watch bill and ted's bogus journey um yes unbelievably upset that we didn't do that mm-hmm. instead but this movie did heavily feature keanu reeves and we did consume it Boy, so much. Hey, now that I th- I'm thinking of it, yeah, I actually need to close the tab that has m.ok.ru in it <laughs> on my phone, um, cause I don't I don't know what sort of nasty shit that's gonna do to to my phone. Um, also probably not good that I ordered dinner while I had that that tab open. It's so probably it's, fine, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Watch this space, folks. See if my identity gets stolen ag- again. Because it did happen back in 2020. I just, I feel like if you suddenly start getting charges in Moscow uh, mm-hmm. for, like, pizza or whatever, I'd hope that your credit card company would flag that one. Oh my god, uh, my guy! If if you recall, they flagged it like twenty times when I tried to purchase the music for our intro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it did. And then I or or was this just a my wallets and my other pants? Oops, <laughs> kind of situation. So that I had to chuck up some cash. To, uh. Little column yeah. A, little column B. <laughs> oh no, the credit card won't <laughs> process. Whoops. Uh oh. Don't know what that's about. Guess it must be my bank. Luke, do you want to? I'm I'm gonna give you an option. Yeah. You can break down the plot, or or while I was looking through IMDb because I finished half an hour before you, I can read a review that describes the plot very slightly. Let's do that. Let's. That one sounds interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, this is ten out of ten, and we're gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> romantic. I have never seen such a romantic movie ever. This movie has it all: laughs, love, Keanu Reeves, and sorrow. I love this movie. It is so lovely enchanting and dreamy and a few sentences of summary about this movie martin falls in love but this love is wrong trying to keep their relationship he will do anything perhaps even kill but one thing is for sure they live happily ever after 
I really enjoyed this movie because it shows us the ones who have fallen out of love. Someone else is out there waiting for them. No matter how old you are, love will come, but you just got to be patient. I would also like to recommend the movie A Walk in the Clouds, also stars Keanu Reeves. Seven well, people rated that as helpful. Nice. I mean, if anything, it was helpful. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I need to uh, sort of flesh out the plot a little bit more, so I'll give it some broad I don't strokes. know, man. I That person nailed it. I mean, they even got the perhaps even kill? Even kill? Which got me real good. <laughs> um, <laughs> here, I'll give you the one sentence... Uh, the two sentence uh, sort of broad strokes on this flick. You ready? Do it. Yeah. There is a writer named Pedro that writes audio dramas for 1950s radio. It's 1951. Sent- mm-hmm. Rambling sentence number one. Sentence number two. Sentence one. Uh, Keanu Reeves falls in love with his aunt, who's not a blood relative. That part's in parenthesis. Mm-hmm. Um. And they have a weird, semi-incestuous relationship. Yep. That's the movie. That's the movie. So, yeah. Sam, it's that time of the episode. What do you think of this movie? So there's no good, there's no bad. There's no good, Uh, there's no bad. And that's because, tune in tomorrow, this movie is Jazzy and Jizzy. I love it. Yes. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is Jazzy Jizzy. It's the double J. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what What about you? Where are you at on this? This movie is chaos. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And can I tell you? I think I don't I don't want to speak for uh director John Emile. However, I think this movie is meant to be watched in like I the weirdest setting either on a TV's built-in web browser or screen mirroring from your phone while it downloads spyware. Mhm. In like it's definitely not 720p, maybe like just 20p. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, did we get the the intended experience for this <laughs> flick? Because <laughs> here's the thing, it's not available anywhere. No, I mean, no. nowhere. You can't even buy the DVD, the Mm-mm. physical fucking DVD. And so I think that's because... Director John Emile said, no, this movie is not m- meant to be watched by a by a casual viewer. Yeah. It is meant to be hunted down on a strange, suspicious Russian website and watched in the lowest resolution on a, the highest quality television. Mm-hmm. I think you're correct, because I wrote in my notes, why was this movie suppressed? Because <laughs> it's problematic but sure. not not any more so than some of the other shit we've seen. Oh, um, n- absolutely not. No. This not- is tame compared to some of the other shit we've seen. Yeah, you can still stream Bachelor Party. That's an option. You can go knock mm-hmm. on Jeffrey Bezos's divorce hut and get a get a pipe and hot serving a Bachelor Party, but you cannot find Tune In Tomorrow. No. So I think you're right. I think, as is stated in this movie by Pedro the writer, uh, life is a shitstorm. And when it's raining mm-hmm. shit, the best umbrella you can buy is art. Which is... And that's... See, the, the constant talk about, like, art and the value of art and all of that really makes me fully believe that this is intentionally put in the yeah. strangest of places... In the worst of quality. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, we are of the same mind on this topic. Yeah. Hey, I have another question. Yeah. Um, halfway through the movie, did the volume just drop suddenly? 
Oh no, not for us, bud. That was that must have been when your phone became so clogged with spyware. <laughs> yeah, because because halfway through the movie, it just suddenly became somewhat quieter. So hmm. I had to bump the the volume back up, and then um, while I was waiting on you to wrap up the movie. I booted up the old Xbox and nearly blew out my fucking ears with the startup sound. <laughs> no, pretty consistent volume for us the whole way through. So I would, well, uh, again, keep an eye on the old phone. If it starts to overheat when it's doing nothing, you're mining yeah. Ethereum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. I It's... What what a wacky ass movie. What okay? a wild ride this movie was. And here's the thing. I was I was so fucking furious with Tuck that I had to watch this. I wanted to watch this movie like I want to be knifed in the throat. And yet now I'm kind of thankful for it. Yeah, because, okay, so for the astute listener, you'll know that there is, in fact, another movie after this one that we also skipped. Uh, but that's because he's not really in it. That's because Keanu's not really we, in it. We think. We think. This one, Keanu's very in it. And it was... He's very in it. It was worth seeing. God damn it. God damn it, Tuck. God damn. We, honestly, I needed this. Okay, now talk me through that. Okay, so here here's the thing. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this podcast for a little bit in in wider terms. This podcast sometimes is not fun when you see a character, see an actor do the same thing over and over again. It is, in fact, the definition of insanity. <laughs> is watching an actor do the same role over and over again and expecting something different. And we've been getting kind of the same flavor of Keanu for how many weeks at this point? Like, like eight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so two months of d- dipshit weed hound Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, plus or minus a movie that I frankly barely watched. Um, so, and like, that's why last season was kind of a white knuckle experience. Oh, last season was the definition of what you're talking about because <laughs> every week we plugged in and thought maybe The Rock will do something else with his action movie. And the answer was always no. nope. No. And so I knew that even though Bill and Ted's bogus journey was going to be good, probably, that it was going to be Weedhound Keanu. Yeah. And this, this is not Weedhound Keanu. No. This This is is radio newsman incest man Keanu Reeves. Yes. This is a Keanu, Sam, that's attempting an accent. Thank you for saying attempting, because that is the word. <laughs> that is absolute. I mean, he. Kudos to him for trying. Can um, I can I talk briefly about the accent? Please. So Keanu's name in this movie is Martin, mm-hmm. Marty, but every, nobody in this movie has a convincing New Orleans accent. The movie set in New, or- in New Orleans, by the way. Um, no one can do a convincing version of that accent. So much so that f- I, I turned to my roomie and said, is his name Martin? She's like, no, it's, it's Mar- Martin, but they're going Martin. Martin. They're trying Martin. to do the Southern thing, but they were so bad at it that it sounded like his name was Martin. Mm-hmm. Including Keanu. It's- Keanu himself is like, that's me, Martin. Mm-hmm. It's it's so wild this accent because I mean within the same scene it will disappear. Yes. Oh, it's not it's not a wandering accent, it's a shrinking accent. It's a sine wave of an accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is just all over the map and it kinda adds to the experience. I needed 
a real sort of whiz-bang shit show of a movie. Well, buddy, um, you fucking got it with this one. Yeah. Tuck and this this website riddled with spyware that is now all over my phone really delivered. Mm-hmm. I am so stuck to hear that uh, because, again, there's no good, there's no bad, so I can't say what I want to say about this movie. Just go ahead and say it. We make up the rules. No, because it's more interesting this way. The movie is like, I, would you recommend this movie if it were? Yeah. If it were available? <laughs> no, it is available, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and so I heartily recommend that you watch this movie on its shady, shady home. You're totally right that it has to be consumed in this way. Because if you yeah. went to the theaters in, I want to say, 1990, wasn't it, on this mm-hmm. one? Which yeah. is wild, because the movie looks like it was made in 83. And that's not the quality I'm talking about. Just the movie yeah. itself. So the movie, so it looks like it was made in 1983 at your high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And given the manic energy it has, was this mm-hmm. somebody's first film? Like, a writer-director who just, like, got a big wad of cash from somebody? I have no idea, but, but Bud, would you like to know the budget on this thing? I bet it's, like, five bucks and a stick of gum, but yeah, for sure. You will be shocked, because it is estimated to be $11 million. Jesus. I mean, they did throw a car off a cliff and make it explode. They did. And and they had a lot of actors. Um, yeah, they did. And if you're wondering, car off a cliff? That sounds way too adventurous for this movie. It fucking is. It's mm-hmm. wild. It's just in here in a dream sequence. Yes. <laughs> Much like in another sort of dream sequence... When Keanu pulls a gun on his aunt-girlfriend lover and her boyfriend and kills them both. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, the budget was $11 million and it made my guy $1.7 million. Womp, <laughs> womp. <laughs> 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 And then the vengeful financiers made sure it never saw the light of day again. This (laughs) miserable fucking film. They said, we will destroy every copy except one, which we will give to Boris, who lives out in a shed in the middle of (laughs) Russia. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Um... Shit, I was going to say something. Hey, music is by Wynton Marsalis, of all people. Wynton Marsalis? What the fuck? (laughs) 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 It's so ridiculous. And my guy, did you notice? So so the radio guy who, like, reads the credits as though it is a radio play, did you recognize him? You mean from the burbs? Of course I fucking did, Sam. The evil doctor from the burbs? And so, Luke, it's time to come with me to the conspiracy corner. What? Oh, my <laughs> God. This movie directly connects Keanu to Atar. Oh, my God. This is this is a brand new revelation. Because he works at the same radio station that the primary worshiper of Atar works at as well. I... I think this is where the man worked before he moved to the suburbs, possibly of New Orleans, and both discovered and honored this the the hell stove that housed <laughs> the soul of Atar. So here's some things we know. Mm-hmm. The, the hell stove exists in the, in the burbs. Yes. He exists in the burbs and in this movie. Yes. The station is burnt to the ground by a bunch of very rightfully angry Albanians. Yes. Which I want to talk mm-hmm. about later. Um, which, hey, also, there's no way our listeners think we're telling the truth on that because we said this is a romance movie. <laughs> and we just said a radio station 
was burned down by Albanians. I love this movie. <laughs> oh, it's such a good time. Holy shit. Tuck. <laughs> Tuck, you absolute wizard. Um... So, here, so yeah, those are the things we know. There's nothing... Now, this is... We don't know this, but it's speculation. Mm-hmm. Could the hell stove have been the boiler in the station where he found it and realized its yeah, full that's... potential and then hauled it to the burbs after... Reclaimed it from the burnt-down station? Of course. Yes, yeah. the fires of Atar burned down uh, WBUX or WXBU, whatever the fuck it is, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Seemingly killing Pedro Carmichael, the the wizard of the waves, as they called him. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the father of incest radio plays. Oh, this guy would have loved Game of Thrones. Oh my God, a, a a visionary before his time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, absolutely, Atar's home was in the basement of WXBU, WBUX, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, was directly responsible for burning down. Cause here's the thing, a bunch of insensitive uh, remarks about Albanians. That's gonna get your people fired up. But the only way that you can get them to commit commit arson is through the pure rage and power yeah. of Atar's fury. Yeah. Oh my god, we have a direct connection. Where will this lead us? <laughs> no, we're good. I don't like this, but I do have to note it down. Uh, fuck. So, the Albanian thing, just BT-dubs, was funny the first 50 times. Um, but the, the following 160 times yeah so the whole deal is that the screenwriter Pedro or a scriptwriter um, hates Albanians and every other line in his scripts is like and then a bunch of Albanians came through and burnt the pizza parlor to the ground or whatever or Albanians stink Albanians mm-hmm. this Albanians that and seriously we get uh, this movie intersperses its actual narrative with a lot of the scripted audio drama narrative. Yes. Which is fun, because you're going along, and then all of a sudden the guy with an eye patch is helping to deliver a baby from mm-hmm. his mother's sister. Uh, yes. While her, her like, aunt-nephew is, <laughs> like, making out <laughs> with her uncle-brother. You know? Yes. It, it which is I'm it's, getting the details wrong, but that is that is an actual scene in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to actually try to get it right. So so the man with the eye patch is helping his uh secret Albanian brother to deliver a baby from his his uh no relation right because it's not his kid but he thought it was his daughter yeah he thought it was his daughter and his daughter and son's child mm-hmm. yeah that uh, part's true while while his wife is being seduced by his son-in-law yeah yeah oh you can't make this shit up <laughs> <laughs> It's all in the movie. I know. It's 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 so good. I Oh god. It's so fucking wild and there's no like you're thinking, "Oh, there's an obvious transition when it goes to the radio part." No. Nope. Nope, just kind of happens. Yeah, did you want some sort of demarcation between the real narrative or a dream sequence or the audio drama or a dream sequence in the audio drama? Uh, or sometimes the audio drama narrates a dream sequence in their main narrative. It's wild. It's just like take the thing that says take the box that says plot, and then mm-hmm. shake it up a bunch. Just like yes. give it a good sideways up and down. Uh, shake it up a whole lot. Sam, what are you doing over there? 
Oh, I was just writing down the the direct connection with Atar oh, and Keanu. Yeah, I didn't that's... want to forget it. No, that's really important. You should definitely make yeah. a note of that. Um, it's also important to note that uh, the aunt that Keanu wants to fuck is his father's brother's wife's sister. Yeah, you and I both wrote that down because I was trying to parse exactly who she is to mm-hmm. him. Yeah, his uncle's wife's sister. Which, here's the thing. If you're going to do an incest plot, be brave. <laughs> Go all the way. Yeah, they kind of skirted that one, didn't they? Don't hedge it. Don't hedge it. If you want, if you want Keanu to fuck his aunt, let Keanu fuck his aunt. Don't, don't later be like, oh, but they're not blood relatives. Ah, fuck off, coward. Yeah. Let him fuck his aunt. Let, let him, him fuck a blood relative. Let him fuck a blood relative. Yeah. Uh Giuliani style. Let's make it happen, yes. folks. Yes. Now, I forgot about this, but one of the side effects of Keanu's meandering, insane accent is that he's telling his his aunt, lover, that he has an Oedipus complex. Yes. But as, as Kenna pointed out to me, he doesn't say Oedipus. He says Oedipus. Oedipus. Yep. Yeah, he does. Yeah. My Oedipus complex... Which, Ke- Ke- Keanu, my guy, Wh- why? Why would it be Oedipus? <laughs> You're supposed to be from New Orleans. It, it wouldn't, Martin, it wouldn't be Oedipus. It would be Oedipus. Oedipus. I've done found Oedipus. myself with an Oedipal complex. Oh, damn. Oh, diggity damn. Yeah. Shit, man. I mean, we're going to have to... I know for a fact there's at least one movie in our future in which Keanu attempts another accent. Oh, um, God, I hope. And so there's at least one other opportunity we're going to get to sort of see him take a crack at it. And I am now very excited for it. Why did no one do accent coaches? I just, I mean, for this movie in particular, you got ant fucking on the menu. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they were like, accent coaches, it ain't that kind of movie, pal. Uh, Very true. Very, uh, very true. But for some of the other things we're going to see Keanu in, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just... So, can we talk about why Keanu is so fucking horny? Mm. Just We're like eight episodes in, and this guy... This fucking guy, he... He's really paying off for us. Because we've... We've yeah. gone through a bit of a dry spell. Yeah, we've gone without fucking. There were like one or two times with The Rock. Um, mm-hmm. There were no times with Tom Hanks because no women in the movies were fish. Except, right. for, except yeah. for literally the pilot in which she did fuck a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. But she a was mermaid. a fish. Yeah. Yeah. So... Can we talk about how insane that is for just a second? Hang on. Mm-hmm. Stop the podcast. Yeah. In episode one of Hanksy Panksy, many uh-huh. moons ago. Yeah. Uh, you, n- nearly three years. Nearly three years ago, you and I made a little goof, a little jokey joke, mm-hmm. about how Tom Hanks can only fuck women who are fish. He can only fuck fish. Yeah. Yeah, I I stated he was a scaly. Yeah. Um. Well, I was also saying that he was a serial killer. Which again, conspiracy corner, both things turned out to be true. But for the fish thing, that really <laughs> turned out to be true. Now, didn't it? <laughs> it's kind of fucking weird that we actually. Oh shit! We see him fuck like one other time. Is it the Green Mile? 
No, it was in um, a hologram for for the king. Oh when yeah. He fucks in the ocean. Yes, he does in the ocean. Or right after being in the ocean. I think one it's, of the two. I believe it. Yeah, it's ocean adjacent. You're right. Which like is Tom? <laughs> this is so. Again, to kind of to kind of get out of Keanu for a minute, I Tom, you know, with with a man called Otto, you know, coming out, has has you know done been doing a bit of a press junket, and he went on some other podcasts. He didn't come on ours, and he didn't come on ours because I think he knew that we would ask him why he only fucks fish. <laughs> Which I know for a fact that even... Okay, let's say the, the glorious day has arrived. Tom mm-hmm. Hanks is going to be on Hanksy Panksy. A day we've mm-hmm. all been not really waiting for. Because... <laughs> <laughs> obvious reasons. But it, the day has arrived. Uh-huh. I could not pay you enough money to not ask celebrated actor and America's dad, Tom Hanks, why he only fucks women... Uh, well, excuse me, why he only fucks fish. I, right. It would be a compulsion for you. You would, we'd be oh like, oh my god! It would. Here's how the conversation would go: it'd be, Hi, I'm Tom Hanks. Hi, I'm Luke Patrick. This is Sam Siegel. Hey, why do you only fuck fish? Yeah, and this would, and then they would, they they would stop. They'd stop the recording, and they'd say, uh, "Now we talked to you a, a, about this ahead of time." Mm-hmm. Um, and we said you can't ask about this, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yep." Yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. You know, you know how I am on the show. Um, let's get, let's give this another, another run. Uh, hi, this is Tom Hanks. This is Luke Patrick. I'm Sam Siegel. Why do you fuck fish though, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the day will come. Someday mm-hmm. we'll get him on here and we'll get down to the, the brass tacks and figure out why. The day uh, will come, but without a fish, Tom won't. Yeah, Tom will not be anywhere near it. Um, okay, so we gotta get back to Keanu. Yeah. Th- this dude's so fucking horny. The whole movie is weirdly horny. Oh, he... there's a scene where yeah. Pedro tells a voice actor to jerk off. Yeah. Which, I was gonna ask, so here's here's the deal with that. The guy, mm-hmm. Pedro, is talking to the actor. He's like, I don't believe your performances. Here's what you need to do. You have seven and a half minutes. Go jerk off. Go mm-hmm. go do that and come back and give me your performance of a lifetime. I was going to ask yeah. you if I should do the same for this podcast. But then I realized I don't want to do that. Uh, open that, yeah. that conversational door. Well, so. now I'm not against it. And let me explain why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we're doing this anyway. All right, hit me. I no, I'm not gonna do it. I want you to do it. And now this sounds sick, but I I have been on this show and I talked about what happened to my genital region during Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey. These and are I not think, equivalent things. And Sam. I think it is only fair for you to take a minute. Or seven, prior to our recording, yeah, to beat off. Yeah, just figure it out. Just play in the space. And, and then just to, uh, to come on the show. Uh, well, to, yeah, to, to appear <laughs> to just, on the show, <laughs> to show up on the show, and uh, and give a performance in which you are in love so bad you can taste it in your mouth, which is uh, a direct quote from the movie. Yeah. It is a powerful mechanism, um, you know, a powerful tool in your toolbox as an actor to mm-hmm. just go nut real quick. Um, yeah, or in this guy's case, three times in seven minutes. Yeah, which again, folks, the manic energy on this movie, because this was a throwaway line. Both of these things, the I need you to go jerk off and the... Yeah, I did it three times for good measure. Throwaway lines. Not yes. big laughs at all. 
And yet, it opens up like this this wild sort of background. Does Izzy a two-pump chump? Does he have no refractory period whatsoever? Is this some sort of lesser god of sex or just (laughs) masturbation? Who is this man? Who is this man? I mean, clearly he's gifted in some ways, i.e. no refractory period at all. Uh, Sure. This guy can just keep going and going and going. Mm -hmm. Um, But he does appear to be a two-pump chump. So sort of a mixed bag. Sort of a blown bag with this guy. (laughs) A bit of a blown bag. An an unpleasant lay. Yeah, Um, a very squishy one, I think. Yeah, because it's going to be pump, pump, cum, pump, pump, cum, pump, pump, cum. Yeah. Until your mattress is besotted. Until your mattress is besotted and the guy looks like a raisin. Just <laughs> <laughs> and and you are no closer to orgasm. Yeah, you're nowhere near it. Uh, much like Tom with any woman. Um, mm. <laughs> shit, dude. Uh, I we also I the turtle jump. We got it. Okay, so every you know, you know, <laughs> so. There's the whole jumping the shark thing, but no one's talking about the turtle jump. No one's talking about turtle jump. It's, it's the turtle jump. So Keanu's Keanu riding a motorcycle. on a motorcycle. And there's... So he's chasing down his ant lover, and repeatedly during this car chase, they cut to a turtle crossing a, a Louisiana highway. Yeah. And Keanu's on this motorcycle and he's trying to convince her that he, I don't even remember, uh, that he did legitimately want to marry her. And, um, and she swerves to avoid the turtle. He does not. And he ramps off of the shell and flies into the swamp. Mm-hmm. And it is so weird and so, I'm sorry that we keep saying this movie is weird. The human language cannot fully express how batshit this movie is. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, why is his aunt, aunt lover uh, running away from him? Good question. It's because they went to a church in the middle of the Louisiana swamps where an actor dressed like a priest tried to marry them for an audience of no one. While Pedro mm-hmm. played a tape recording of the the wedding music, um, and then something happened, and she was very upset. Yeah. See, I thought Pedro was recording them so that he could use it for his audio play. See, that's what Rumi thought as well. But it remember because the music stops when the tape runs out, and then it just sits there and runs over and over and over again. Um, then what the fuck is Pedro doing? Pedro's just just stirring shit up, man. That's what Pedro does. I don't... I, so, the impression I got of Pedro is that he is some sort of, like, incest pervert who goes from town to town encouraging one young, dumb, full-of-cum radio worker yeah. to fuck a blood relative. And then uses that to spin a radio yarn that it like incenses the local Albanian population to the point of acts of violence, and then he just moves on to the next town. Yeah, seemingly with a different minority, because as he's leaving, they're like, What about the Albanians? And he goes, Oh, I've never I got nothing against Albanians, but Norwegians. Now this I respect about him. Yeah. As a person who has frequently just kind of picked a target of, you know, random people like the Dutch or the Danes or Nebraskans, um, <laughs> I do sort of respect a meaningless wandering hatred of various uh, groups of white people. Let yeah. me be clear. <laughs> they have to be non-marginalized groups for it to be okay. Yeah. Um. Which is funny you mention that because I did write in my notes that he's doing a Sam thing. Um, 
So he's sort of clocked your flavor. That's yeah. for sure. Um, also, can I just really quickly, mm-hmm. uh, to all of our Swedish listeners, and there are a lot of you. Oh. Thank you? Talk? Thanks? Talk so mucket, I guess? Like, what are I you don't doing? know. I, <laughs> yeah. Did you get off at the wrong bus stop? Like, I'm confused, but I'm grateful that you're here. Any of y'all Jewish? <laughs> Same standing offer that we have for the Irish. Um, yeah. Because if you want, you shoot us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. I would love to talk with you about that. Um, Yeah, how the fuck did y'all find us? I don't know. Maybe it was me speaking pretty bad Swedish. At the mm. beginning of a man called Otto, uh, and man some hitter Ovo, and then uh, maybe people maybe just, that's what got him. That was the on ramp, and they've been unable to get off. Um, well, here's the thing: uh, an Arkansan speaking Swedish on a podcast about a Tom Hanks movie would be the biggest news in Sweden in like <laughs> a decade. It would make headlines. That's for sure. Yeah, did you hear that a... This is just German, but it's all the same. Did you hear that an Arkansan did the the man called Otto, but in the Swedish? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I heard it on the radio. I heard the the Arkansan man do it. Now I'm doing a German. I can do better than this. Why have you infected me? I don't know. I cross those wires, and they're never uncrossing. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. God. Okay, okay. So, um, you you work for a company that does things with wine. Yes, I work for a winery. That is, by yeah. definition, a company that does things with wine. Well, I didn't. I didn't know how how cagey you wanted to be about your job. Yeah, pretty um, cagey, but it's yeah. I work for a winery. Yeah. In this movie, he described. Uh, Pedro describes a wine as mm. preco- precocious but still drinkable. What in the living <laughs> fuck does that mean? Who has anyone ever taken a sip of wine and gone, oh, this is far too precocious to drink? <laughs> Sam, I gotta say, I've heard people sip wine. Mm-hmm. And then remark on it a lot mm-hmm. in my life. This is the thing that yes. keeps happening. Um, kind of given the nature of my work, people take a little, mm, yes, swirl it around. And uh, if someone were to then say, yes, isn't this quite precocious, wouldn't wouldn't bat an eyelid at the, because That's, of the batshit things some people say. Yeah, that is the problem with wine people. Yeah. Because... Um, you can say fucking anything. Mm, isn't this a sassy little tart of a Cabernet Sauvignon? Mm. Mm. Ooh, uh, this this wine I'm detecting. Uh, ooh, some notes of uh, wood, a uh, little bit of playground bark, and mm, it's quite a cummy wine, isn't it? <laughs> I'm detecting mm, Daddy's leather chair and um. <laughs> Pipe tobacco mixed with sorrow in this mm. one. I'm I'm tasting uh, uh, blood on the zipper of a gimp mask. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tangy sweetness. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I did, I did find that quite a funny way to describe a wine, a bottle of wine. Um, yeah, but Good. they did drink it, so not too precocious. It. Not too well. That's what he said. It's precocious, but still drinkable. drinkable. Yeah, the proof is in the pudding on that one. Hey, um, I learned an interesting fact the other day. Yeah, hit me. Americans buy more butt plugs than anyone else. Now, is this because we just have more butts that need plugging? I don't know. I didn't look at the data. I just saw 
I just saw the 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 report that said Americans buy more butt plugs than anybody else. And you know what? It is now, I think, the only thing that makes me proud of America. <laughs> Here's the thing with that. I think it has Luke, to be America. Yeah? Luke, I just, before you say anything. Yeah. I'm hanging my patriotic hat on this. Yeah. No, no, no. And I'm going to okay. back you up. Yeah, I'm going to back you up okay. here. Excellent. Because I'm assuming this is like a per capita thing. Like, per capita, <clears throat> America buys more butt plugs. I mean, surely it's per capita. Because if it were just like a raw number. Yeah. Um, of course it's going to. Well, well, could be India. Could be it's India. it's just a raw number. Could be just, yeah, on a raw numbers game, there's a couple other targets I think could maybe match us on the butt plugage. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But if it's per capita, Sam, I think it kind of has to be us that buys. Because if it were like Liechtenstein, it would be <sighs> weird. You'd be like, what's yeah, up in Liechtenstein? But here, yeah, you're like, it? yeah, sure, of course America buys yeah. the most butt plugs. Yeah, because... Because we've got that can-do attitude to jam, <laughs> to jam a f- something with a flared base right up our stinker. Yeah, right up the dirt road. Um, yeah, I think it has to be us. Because, again, if it was just like Belgium, yeah, Belgium buys the most butt plugs, apparently. Uh, huh. We'd all feel a little weirder about yeah. it. Hmm. So, um, well, now here's the metric... At- Mm-hmm. They're good at fries and waffles, but I don't know about those folks anymore. <laughs> oh, they make amazing beer, but I tell you, I don't, I don't know about about mm-hmm. those Belgians. Um, shit, I was gonna say something, and now I'm just thinking about a beer festival where you get a walkout butt plug as a parting <laughs> gift. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I assume it was something about the the American spirit requiring yes, a butt plug. The American spirit in particular, <laughs> because the metric I want is who's buying the biggest butt plugs per capita. Oh. But given oh. if you know if we're assigning one averaged butt plug to a person, uh, each person in a country, who's getting the the you know the real chunky boys? Mm, who who has the highest caliber hole? Yeah, exactly. Who's got who's got you know the means to go the distance? It's got to be the Dutch, right? See, I can't play with you in this space. I've told my <laughs> therapist and the police officers that have warned me. <laughs> it has they're real sickos, the Dutch. <laughs> And I think that's because they've got a real high caliber b-hole. Is this why all the Swedes are here? Is it because they have a secret like rivalry with the Dutch and they're just extremely happy? Luke, there's not a person in Europe who doesn't hate the Dutch, including Mm. the Dutch. Mm. Anyway, uh, you got anything else about this movie you want to sort of air? Um... Not uh, polish the rocket, manipulate the mango. Manipulate the mango is a new way to describe jerking off uh, to my it ears. Is. Yeah, it's a new one, and I like it. It's pretty good. It's like who knew that Keanu, the Keanu season, would give us not one but two great new ways to describe beating off. Uh, <sighs> Just a gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Much like a great butt plug, folks. Mm-hmm. Don't under don't underestimate it, and definitely yeah. not physically. Please lube up appropriately. <laughs> and folks, please for the love of God, make sure it's got a flared base. Please you flared base. Yeah, yeah, flared base. Um, don't end up in the I'm, ER and then on Buzzfeed in one of those very funny articles where nurses talk about uh, people's yeah. buzzing intestines. Yeah. Or or on the the end of year uh, defector. Uh, what did we get stuck inside our buttholes this year? <laughs> An uh, all-time classic, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. You got anything? 
I do not. Let's uh, let's jump a turtle and uh, let's do some ramps off the shell and get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we already did our predictions for Bill and Ted's bogus journey, so we're not doing that. Uh, so, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. You can also head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. Uh, we got some fun stuff going on over there. We fixed democracy in a big, big way. And uh, you can listen to our review of Glass Onion that, yep. uh, that we checked up there. It's a good old time. And, um, oh, we're also on Mastodon at hanksypanksypod at home.social. Um... I don't know why anyone uses Mastodon. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, overall on the Patreon, uh, check us enough money and you can be one of Hanks' heroes like Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Y'all could fuck your aunt. <laughs> you have permission. Permission mm-hmm. granted, gentlemen. Yep. Uh, Luke, you got a final quote? I do, and it is. You look like an Albanian peasant whose cow just died. God damn it. God damn it. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs>